Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to CBU 2022. Today, we are so proud to present a leading expert in the field of emotional energy transformation in humans and homes, who will be talking about the topic, living above the fray in a divided world. This is such a topic of transformation and need in these times. And today we have host Sayona Nicolau, who is a published author, author, spiritual coach, medium for spirit, soul reader, and metaphysician that has been cultured for 33 years through extensive personal experience and transformation and she has become a powerful medium. And when I say become, I had the opportunity of reading her book. And I saw as I read in that book that she was always a medium. And she always had all of those powers that she refers. But little did she know back then that she would become this fabulous woman that is making a um, transformation in our world and is bringing peace and love and information to our listeners and to everyone here. And so today, Sayoman will speak about the part emotional energy plays in our world. But let's bring her to the show so she can explain us a little bit about what she means by that. And also remember that you can always contact any of our hosts personally to have a one-on-one reading, to have a one-on-one of her services by going to her website, sayovannicolau.com, which is S as in Sam, I-O, B as in Brian, H-A, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, I, C as in Carlos, O, L as in Larry, A-O-U.com. And thank you for being here and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. What a lovely introduction. Um, it's 
not often someone can read my book and realize that um, I really was born this way. <laughs> I had no clue for the longest time until they started, you know, putting labels on it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely and, and, You know, in your book, The Absence of Evil, Love's Reclamation of the Soul, I could, I, I'm always amazed with you that are able to talk about themselves, your, your own story, and have the guts and have the courage of putting everything as it was. Because I don't know if I would do such a good job doing it myself. Well, it's just what I was born here to do, and everything has led me to become who I am. And, like I say in my book, you know, um, we have an option to become more or more of the same. And it's always been more. It's always been encouraging me to move forward to become more of the truth of who I am, which is what everyone else is. And it's love. And the way that I have found to do that is through the um, process of emotional energy transformation. It's a, a subject that uh, many spiritual people just kind of want to not talk about because it always means inner work <laughs> and taking responsibility for one's creation of their reality, not only personally, but globally. And that's still an issue among many wonderful, well-meaning people. Um, that is how I found to live above the fray in a divided world. And when we speak about a divided world, we're not referring to the way it really is because the world in truth is whole and it is love so the divided world is how people experience the world mostly it's a very normal human experience to ex experience it as very physical and emotional which are the two things that make up what people call illusion and so it is what we believe is real the physical world and the emotional world that goes with it. Um, what a lot of people don't understand or quite get yet is that the way you believe began first in the way that you felt. Because emotional energy is part of the physical experience. And so it, you become part of the emotional energy uh, experience as you're forming in the womb from the time you're conceived. Emotional energy and, and physical energy are created simultaneously in this realm. And so when people look at it more scientifically instead of how it's been presented, and it's, there's been no wrong way it's ever been presented over the past 30-plus years I've been doing it. It's just what was appropriate for the time, and we're evolving so much faster now that it's very painful if you're really not keeping up with the edge of things, you know, out on the leading edge of what's being required now. And uh, emotional energy is what creates the experience of the dramas that people tend to focus on. And so when we learn that, uh, if we look at it more scientifically, then we understand that uh, energy can be transformed. Uh, you can't um, change it with matter. You know, it, it has to change on an energetic level. Um, and when you work, work at it through loving yourself, realizing everything really is love here, then you're simply taking something that doesn't know itself to be the love that it is. And by the unwavering presence of love that you continue to make conscious within your physical body, that negative emotion will come to love. It just will, because everything negative will come to love eventually in the unwavering presence of the love that you make conscious within and around it. So it is a process, but I can tell you, because I've been doing this for so long, that it's a lot easier now. The consciousness is moving so quickly that it just lends to a much easier experience, but I had to go through everything I did to be able to help those now get to where I am at a much faster rate. <laughs> we can finally do that now. <laughs> so... And, and that is something that I have heard um, before, Siobhan, is that most of the people that are in the transformational area have had very, not I don't want to say difficult, but challenging or soul-searching life in, in 
so they could um, find a way to make it uh, easier for others. But when that happens, I always think, do you feel it's fair for you? Why would you be having to go through all of those things so you could help others? Like sometimes it feels it feels unfair for the light worker that life should be such an, an issue or difficult so you could make way for others. What do you well, think of it? Me personally, with my life, it just has always moved so incredibly fast. And, and it was so normal to live the way I did that I didn't even realize that it was painful. I was so good at not feeling emotions, which a lot of people are, even a lot of very spiritual people. They keep themselves in separation as if emotions um, are bad and negative, and they are a lower vibrating band of frequency. And so people don't want to experience that. But like I say, if you realize you have the power to transform it, then why not reclaim it as the light that it is and become whole within yourself? Because that is how I've taken my, the division in my mind that was taught to me and like everyone else in this dimension um, to perceive life. And, and I melded my mind, if you will, um, and healed it through um, loving myself more. And so I never really saw it. I mean, I look back and I go, well, that was a wild ride, but it's almost like, um, Childbirth, you know, it really is true that you just don't ever remember it the way it was at the time. <laughs> I say that people remember the pain when they don't feel it. Then they hang on to the story. And we are moving. We have been moving for years, actually, so far away from that. The story doesn't matter. How you felt about what happened is what you're dealing with, not what happened. How you how you uh, felt about what was said or what wasn't said is what you're dealing with. And so when you just take it from that perspective, if you're angry or you're judgmental, which we're taught to be just sloppy about our feelings everywhere, we were taught to uh, express how we feel in a negative way toward another with the sole purpose of having them take responsibility for something that we need to equally take responsibility for. You know, it's just all this throwing around of emotional energy. And so it, most people can't see it. And if, and if you could see emotional energy, uh, you would see that it is like, um, it is like a field of inky mist and that people walk around with these little clouds within and around them. And they are transferred to other people and what people's experience of um, a spirit attachments aren't really spirit attachments. Uh, spirits are very high vibes. Souls are very low. Soul, souls are emotional energy. That's why ghosts aren't real. It's emotional energy that's left here. And so, um, you know, that's, and it needs something to play off of in order to stay alive. And it's part of a, it could be broken down into a board game pretty much. <laughs> you have emotional energy and are you going to, Stay with it and keep entertaining it. It's like, which dragon are you feeding, right? So it's not to deny one dragon to feed the other. It's to transform the dragon that you'd rather not deal with. Um, it, it, I don't look at it in terms of being fair or not. I think it's really an honor. But what's been the hardest thing for me, I think, in this work, and even, like you say, having the courage to produce my book, um, I'm actually going to do a second edition of it because there's a lot that I left out and there's more I'm going to add, be adding to it in, in a later date, probably 2023, that'll come. But um, is, is the, the way I exposed things about myself that I never discussed with people. This isn't something I ever sat down and could talk to anybody about because no one was coaching me through it. <laughs> It was, I was put in these situations and somehow I was able to deal with it. Well, not somehow, I, I, I went inward and was listening. And part of the problem with um, a lot of things today is that people aren't listening. They're going outside in, outside in for their physical healing. They're going outside in for another way to feel better, but it's only temporary. And the transformation of emotional energy is lasting. And, and it was so nice to be able to not have that black cloud above my head anymore because I just kept going in and transforming the emotional energy, creating the experience I was having of it in the outer world. And this is personally in my, my world 
Um, and then everybody does that on a global level too. So we all create everything that we're experiencing in the ways of viruses and the way of, you know, political people and political systems and all this stuff. We're, we're creating that. So it's a real powerful uh, personal way to transform your way out of it. And so that's how I live above the fray in the divided world. It, it goes to the, um, the phrase, you know, in the world and not of the world. And if you play by the rules of physicality, emotional energy, and physical reality, then you're subjected to how it turns out. So if you don't go at anything with resistance, but you come to it from the love that you are and extend to it, to awaken it for the sake of love, to the love that it is, and doesn't know itself to be, then you're focused on a game of love in your own life and not caring about what happens in the world. And you can be of a lot better service from that perspective. <laughs> so. so I have a question for you, Siobhan. Um, yes. Emotional energy and um, things that we have, like a quality that humans have, is or is it something that we are are we emotional energy are we do we have emotional energy well because we have a form any any spirit that wants to come and take on a form in this dimension emotional energy is part of that physical experience because again it's floating around energy doesn't dissipate um it, it just doesn't dissipate that's a scientific fact and so Everyone is reacting to the emotional energy, the templates, the little, you know, um, the energies that are floating around in this world. The world is, is divided in that way. That world is divided. In truth, it's all love, and we can transform it from self-love. But, yes, it is part of the human experience until we realize that it's all false, and that's a very big spiritual truth a lot of people know and agree with, but they don't have that experience in their day-to-day lives. Mm -hmm. And so um, emotional energy is how we felt about what was said or what wasn't said. It's how we felt about what happened or what didn't happen, not about the the story itself. And um, in the old days of healing, we were taught this is all about family where it begins you know you you're forming in your mother's womb and there's emotional energy within your mother and there's emotional energy that is taking place at the time you're conceived and so quite innocently just because you're coming into form this energy is is being imprinted in the physical body itself so the physical and emotional work hand in hand right and so you're born and then you have experiences of the emotional energy that's been um, imbued in your body quite because everything is energy and energy is everything. So you begin to have these experiences that, that reinforce how badly you felt about that. And then when you get older, the mind uh, identifies how it feels and then chooses not to feel but talk about how it feels. And that becomes the story that doesn't serve people at all. And so humans were, you know, were taught to you know, that life is all this drama and we should, we should, you know, keep making more of it, hanging on to things. And all we have to do is love ourselves and let everybody off the hook, you know, just because we came into form is why this is happening. And everybody else just plays a part to show you where you require love. <laughs> because it's all in how you feel. You know, how we end up thinking about something and believing something about ourselves began in the emotional body first. So we're not that in truth, but we are that experience of that until we do something about it. Until we learn to love ourselves and come to the other side of that pain. Come from within it, you know, you transform it and then it becomes something else. And that's what we say in my book, uh, the subtitle, Love's Reclamation of the Soul. The soul is the emotional energy that is divided. The spirit is the uh, life-giving source of everything. It's actually what you inhale when you take your first breath. And it, it anchors itself in, in your solar plexus. That is the higher consciousness we're referring to. But people, you know, even your body in truth is made of higher consciousness, but most people will never have the experience of that. 
because they they will not be transforming the emotional energy that subsequently lightens up the physical body and reclaims that as well. Because there is nothing here in this dimension that is in truth not light. Science is just now proving that, so it must be true. <laughs> okay. So, so and this um, transformation of emotional energy, is this something that happens on its own? Is this something that you as the individual have to promote? Uh, yeah. Can you do it for others? How does that work? Well, we're going to experience life as everybody else until we realize that it's more than we have been told. And so <laughs> it, you, everyone's going to have the experience of the physical body just being a physical body and the emotions being negative um, until they make love within them, within the physical body, conscious. In other words, the way, the way I've learned to do that and the way I help others do that is by working with the golden light. Um, because everything here was created from that vibrational frequency, which is the love of God. So um, the golden light is physicality in truth, so it can move in and through the body. It just doesn't pop out. You know, it really is. And so the more that you work with imagining and feeling yourself the golden light, the more you begin to experience that. Uh, we work with people as these tools have evolved, as I have evolved now, to working with the inner being, which is love, and working with keeping it in the body completely, not just when you meditate. For years, I have to laugh at the way we've done things, but like I say, it was appropriate for the time. You know, sitting down and meditating, like connecting, disconnecting, connecting, disconnecting. And this is really about being, staying in the presence of that loving being, because, again, you know, emotional energy in the presence of unconditional love will transform. And so the more you make it available to the energy within the physical body to do that, the more it's going to do it on its own. But there are, you know, bigger emotions in people that they've got to deal with. Like for me, it was anger. Now we can just say anger, but there are many levels to that one word. Um, And so it's been an experience of me of, you know, not wanting to make myself sick with it, which I, I have in the past, um, not wanting to hurt others, not wanting to hurt myself. And so taking responsibility for transforming it. So some of these um, deeper issues within a person require them to sit down and work more consciously. But again, it's, you have to make that the fact that you are that love light conscious. So it does take a little bit of time. You work with tools, you work with playing with your inner being, which is love, um, working with it uh, more consciously to change the program by keeping the spirit all the way down uh, below the feet. Um, you know, you begin to, to work with yourself in a loving way and create this cooperative um, relationship with your inner being so that love can be made available. And the more love that vibration vibrates within you, um, the more the body experiences itself as the love that it is. And so, um, you know, some of these things take a little more time to work through, but um, there are different ways. There are different meditations and techniques that I work with people to um, be able to see how easy it is, really, to transform emotional energy, you know, within their bodies. So. And you also work with homes. So how, what is it that you actually do with the homes? Well, it's kind of funny because, you know, <laughs> through doing this for so many years, um, a, a home, a house is just like a physical body. You know, when we're farming in the womb, this whole vessel is being created and emotional energy is being created simultaneously in, in, the, in the body. Well, a home the same thing is happening. When, when a home goes up, it's built on land, and maybe the land has never had anything happen on it, which is great, but you get the emotional energy of the builders. You get the emotional energy of the trees that are uprooted or whatever. You just There's a lot of energy that's involved in building a home. And when a family moves in, because most people, again, are very emotional, they have a lot of negative emotions in their life. I mean, let's face it, you have family, you have kids, that's a whole learning process of its own. So what happens is, um, they fill up a house with negative emotions, just like a body is filled with negative emotions just because it's coming into form. You know, it's how it feels about what is said and what's not said. So you get a house, you move a family in, 
um, mom and dad have stress because life is, you know, is stressful and it's getting more stressful for a lot of people. We've got this COVID thing going on. So all the people's fears, all the people's doubt, um, feelings of lack, feelings of not good enough, uh, projected onto the children, uh, back and forth among the children between, you know, it just goes on and on. So all of this energy, which again, remember, doesn't dissipate, stays in the home. Most people um, aren't taking responsibility for what they're saying. They're not trying to come to love. They're not working with themselves to become more self-aware. You know, so the house fills up with emotional energy. And then um, there are also um, other horrible things that happen in homes. Abuse happens in homes. All that is energy. Energy, again, doesn't dissipate. So the body or a house contains this energy. And so, say, these people, just their lives fall apart or they just move on or they get divorced. All the energy that, they, that was expressed in that home is still there. And you can go in and you can, tear, you can tear down a physical house. You can repaint it. You can make it look good. But the energy literally lives in the walls. There are uh, houses I've gone into that were actually pretty new, but a lot had happened in a particular room. And I can put my hand on a wall and I can hear what's happened. I can hear the yelling. I, I know what, what went on. Just by touching a wall, you know, just, I'm not even, you know why, I just touch the wall and then I get more information. So it literally lives in the walls of the home. And when we relate that to a physical human body, um, emotional energy um, that is vibrating in this lower frequency over time begins to break down and create disease in, in the physical body. So then a, then a house gets an experience of that. So sometimes these houses aren't even painted and brought up to code. They're just rented again. Say it's a rental, you know, and so they're just rented. But the thing about energy is, is that it, everything in the world of energy plays in resonance. And again, negative energy has to have a source to play off of. So the house is full of negative emotion, and then it will attract a family that is resonating just like it or to some degree like it. And it could be one person in the family. It could be just the parents. It could be just the children. Who knows? Anyway, so a new family moves in, and the emotional energy that's here or that was there uh, left from the other family is still hanging out, but most people can't see it, so they don't know that it's there. And, and they don't feel it either because it's so familiar to them that they don't even, they're not even aware that it's there. So, but emotional energy, negative emotion, plays off of negative emotion through resonance. And so the family comes in and they start being negative again, too, or they get a call. I mean, all these things happen just in life. You get a call, your mother died or your father died, and there's the conversation, there's the sorrow, there's the grief, there's all these layers of things. And so they have experiences where they don't feel like themselves. They don't realize they're being affected by the emotional energy that is in that house already. So they're having experiences where they don't feel like themselves because how they feel in a small way is being affected by the energy that's around them and making their experience of this expression bigger. And so it just keeps getting bigger. So then when they contact you either for to help with the energy, uh, emotional energy transformation of the house or if uh, I wanted to have it for me as a client, it, do you have to be present physically in the house to be able to work in the house? Can you do it remote? Do you get the information better when you're touching physically either the person or the house or it doesn't matter for you? Well, I've... I listen and obey. <laughs> That's how I deal with my spirits. And so um, I'm not really ever sure um, what is going to be asked of me because I'm about mindlessness. Um, I don't really think about things too much. And so, uh, but I do a lot of work remote. Um, when I'm called to a house, then everything works out that I go. Um, I've gone to the houses more often than I haven't. Um, there have been a lot more requests from farther away that I've had clients. Um, I, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time to do it that way because you just, it just does. There's a whole process that I have to go through to work with the house. There are some places that are 
um, massive. And so it will take me two hours in a different state of mind to walk through that house remotely and then work with it. So, yeah, I do really good work remotely as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I do both. And um, uh, do, do you teach this? Um, do you have courses or do you teach uh, this emo- emotional energy transformation technique? Do you teach to others? I do. And it is really a great program. It's a six month program and it's um, really great. It's real intense for a lot of people because the, the way we present it is you know, this is all about breaking your ego down. Uh, emotional energy is all about ego. It's anything um, that gets in the way of being who you are. It's the only thing that blocks anything. It, the only reason we have any problems in the world is because of emotional energy, because that is what divides your mind and heart in this dimension. So, um, you know, we have, when we bring people in, there is a, it goes from the basics in the first month, and then we step it up to um, the second month is all about emotional energy transformation why that's important, how it plays out. And, um, you know, I'm trained to listen to what people say and call them on it. And a lot of people aren't really used to having, you know, and I'm like, well, this is what's going to get in your way. And the reason that we emphasize these kinds of things is because in this work, and especially in some of the jobs that I've had where the energy has been quite intense, um, there can't be any resistance in your energy field because, again, emotional energy is all that is out there that presents itself as being negative. And so if you're in resistance to what is, is happening there, then, thing, then there can be problems, big problems. That's the only reason you have problems with anybody else either. You, know, you can get into a fight because emotional energy is feeding off of each other and nothing's getting resolved. It's just getting bigger and, you know, people get hurt or whatever. So when you're working in the world of energy – uh, everything that people want to call negative simply emotionally based first. And um, so we work with helping them overcome their perceptions that began in the emotional body. Um, the course is really brilliant. We, it, every month is a different focus that leads you up to being able to um, work with us as a team or, you know, work on your own. And we back people up that we also teach as well. So, you know, People that we guide through the six-month process, it's really, really great. You get tons of information and a lot of practice, and there's homework, and there's fun, and there's resistance, <laughs> and then there's getting over yourself. <laughs> and, and where can people find information about these, and how do they register? Um, I'm sorry, how do they find information about it? And register to them, to the courses. Well, right on my um, website homepage. And what we're doing now is instead of just giving it a couple times a year, we're giving it to people um, on their own. So we do one-on-one as well. Instead of gathering a group together, some people aren't that comfortable with that. And so we're happy to work with people one-on-one. And you can just go straight to the homepage. It's about midway down and check out more detailed information about what it entails, and um, just just email me. There's a link there. You can email me about this, that subject, and we can discuss more about how we can help you. This course is really good for um, people who are advanced mediums, who are serious mediums, uh, who want to expand their skill set and the work that they do and learn a whole other way to be, because this non-resistant way that we work with people and with homes in helping the, the property or the person overcome their emotional energy um, is unique to this industry. There's a lot of theatrics out there, and there's a lot of things that look good on television. There's some great mediumship happening, don't get me wrong. And I'm glad that some of these people have been out there to show that this is available, because I think there's a lot of people who didn't know that before. But what we actually do is a whole new system of a very old modality. And so this will help whoever wants to take it upon themselves to um, get up to speed, if you will, with the um, consciousness of the time uh, to help expand their knowledge, their skill set, and their service in the world. This is a tremendous service. There's a lot more to it than people think. 
And and one of the things that um, the goal of using this technique or do or or for doing the emotional energy transformation is to end that divide of the world. And how is it that you envision that? Well, I just learned through personal experience, which you know it never ends, right? I do this work continually. That's how it evolves. And I just realized that there's so many people that want to experience peace in the world. There are so many people that want the animals to be healthy and, and the lakes to survive and um, all of these different things. And it, it all is a reflection of emotional energy. Everything that is, quote, people perceive as being wrong in the world is only happening because that um, destruction is, is continuing within our own being. Um, what people don't realize about um, emotional energy is that when the body dies, the emotion stays here on the planet, and the spirit is everything else, okay, goes out to everything else. And this is why we have such a, a, you know, a divided experience right now, because there are so many souls that have been left here. <laughs> and Again, souls are just nothing more. What people want to call ghosts, they get fascinated with all these things that are out there. And it's about time we get over the fascination and realize that it's just one thing. It's emotional energy. And um, so say past lives. So early on in my work, you know, 30 plus years ago, this was you know, an awakening to me, the Akashic Records. It was always easy for me to access. But when I realized that transforming the emotional energy within me in relation to a person that I was experiencing that I had encountered in a past life, I realized that it was just the emotional energy that I had left here before that was still vibrating. So there have been some very colorful, colorful parts that I have played on the planet before. Mm-hmm. And when I have died, I have left that emotional energy behind. And so then I come back into form this life only to experience all these aspects of myself that, uh, that I can transform. So I realized that if people um, just love themselves, they'd be transforming that energy. They'd be trans, you know, cleaning up the planet, what they've left here before. And um, again, because what we've left here and how we perceive that energy is how we experience things now. Um, we could clean all that up just by loving ourselves, but that's the last place most people want to start. You know, um, you know what I'm I'm thinking right now while I listen to you. I'm that. thinking on all those lifetimes, and <laughs> and I'm think and I'm feeling myself and like I do not want like the idea of dying, and I'm thinking of myself all of that times that I have been on Earth that probably. I felt the same way when the time was approaching for me to die. Probably I wasn't very happy with that. And that's the emotional attachment that I think I left before. And that Mm -hmm. was left here because I didn't want it to end. Because before I didn't, probably I did not have the consciousness that I have today to understand that energy doesn't end, that it continues. So it was my fear of not being what what I why I left myself here before. So (laughs) what I'm thinking is now that I know better, what if when I die I decide no, I'm gonna take me and all of me with me. Can I do that? Yes, because when you make love conscious within the physical body and make it your part of your journey to transform what you have been in resistance to before that emotional energy when you transform that you're lightening up the body the body is able to then more easily incarnate the inner being and because this is why people do everything you know have done from the outside in like change their diet and everything it's to lighten up the body a little bit so it can it can uh, be a more of a vibrational match to their inner being um, and so it's, it's, you know, if we just do that, reclaim the emotional energy, we're reclaiming the soul, we're making the soul whole, we're healing that part of our being, and then we're in, in subsequently reclaiming the physical body as well. Um, I absolutely believe we can vaporize 
I mean, I got nothing to lose, right? So that's what I'm going for. Just one day, I'll just lighten up and not even be here. I mean, I've had experiences of people not being able to see me. And literally not being able to see me. And not just, more, not just once, more than once, more than four times I've had that experience. So it, it, it's showing me something. Hmm. And, you know, um, and also because everything that we believe, uh, fear-based belief, is not mm-hmm. true. It was just, it's a fear, but it's not true. I can actually believe that I can continue coming back as many times as I want in complete light. So you can even go further than that, right? Well, sure. I mean, you know, once once we, I, I know the reclamation of my soul has been very important, not just for me, because I would have been dead so many years ago if I hadn't. <laughs> it would have totally taken me under. But because I chose to love myself and stay here and continue in the process of becoming, then my experience when I leave here is going to be different. And so when I'm in spirit, again, we can, you know, we're not never not, we're not never here. It's not like you go somewhere and, you know, we're here. Um, there's, you're in everything because spirit is not one thing, it's everything. And so it's in everything. And so we're here and we can choose to influence. We can choose to, you know, help along the next generation from the spirit realm. I mean, we're here. That's one of the things when I do a spirit talk for people and I'm speaking to the spirits of, um, you know, the people who believe they're the departed loved ones that actually departed. And um, it's just, I speak to the spirit of them, the highest part of them. We don't hang out in the emotional energy of the drama of, of what happened because that's, you know, not what's real. That is the soul level of um, energy that they're leaving here on the planet. And the real reason people feel so horrible when someone dies, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, there's not grief for me anymore, but I kind of know, like I'm at 199 people I've known in my life that died. Uh, I've been dealing with grief for since I was a kid. So, you know, you just get to realize the truth of when someone goes and what they're actually leaving here is the emotional energy. And because the emotional energy, the way that we've interacted with some people is what we're familiar with. That's what we hang on to. We really don't know who they were in spirit a lot of the time because we're so busy on these other human levels of experience. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> you have to know someone is the spirit they are if you're lucky enough to find them because it's a heck of a lot more fun. Um, the soul is what we're here to transform. And in doing that, there would be no, no pollution in the sea. <laughs> there would be no wars. There would be nothing because people are just busy reacting all the time. And the reason that they're reacting is because they haven't learned how to manage their energy. And when you learn how to um, utilize your loving inner being to be the buffer between you and the divided world, then you are um, more, you're present, you're in the presence of your being, and you can feel, say, something's happening in external reality, but you're buffered in the loving being that you are, which is non-resistant, you can feel what's being said within your physical body as a uh, sensation but you're not going to be reacting to it. You, can, you become very self-aware through the tools that we teach in order to do one thing alone, and that's to love yourself more. Not to beat yourself up about how you get caught or whatever, but the, um, but the being of you, if you're buffered in your loving being all the time, then in, you know, it keeps you from experiencing those things and reacting. When your inner being is drifting, and most people look around the solar plexus, the physical body, which contains that negative emotional energy, uh, is exposed to what? Playing off the emotional energy in the world because it's all in resonance. And so people are just walking around half out of themselves, reacting and feeling everything. I mean, poor empaths. They used to call us ultra-sensitive <laughs> my day. And, you know, we deal with a lot of people that have anxiety and they learn how they can control that experience in a real positive way so they can go out in the world. They don't have to be, um, it's not a curse. <laughs> it's a gift. You just got to know how to do it. 
And, and you know, I don't know if, if we've ready for, but you were going to uh, show the audience a process to acquaint ourselves with our inner being and how to utilize the princess of love to reclaim the light of our souls. Do you yeah. think it's a time now to do that? Sure, we can do that now. That would be great. That, that would be lovely. All right. So first we just want to say before we get started that just go ahead and get into a receptive mode. Just go ahead and close your eyes and let me uh, preface this before we get started. We're using the metaphor of a golden bubble of light. It's a, it's a sphere. So you may see it differently, but as we've been experienced, it's like a golden sphere of light. And so that's what we're working with. Now, as you're sitting there allowing your mind to relax and the body to relax, Bring more of your awareness out of your forehead and just let it settle in the center right above your navel. Breathe. In through the nose. Exhale out the feet. And just continue to do that a few more times. And each time you exhale, just allow the muscles in your face, your neck, and your shoulders to relax. Just allow the physical body to relax. This is what we call receptive mode. The more relaxed you are, the more the being of you can be more present within you. And so inhale again through the nose, down the spine, exhale out feet, continuing to Allow the mind and the body to be calm and quiet. And as you allow the physical body to relax even more, just tune in to where this golden sphere of your being is drifting. How far down in the body is this being? And it doesn't matter. Just imagine and feel it, this golden bubble of your being coming down deeper into the body. This golden being of light fills your spine, fills your chakra system. So imagine this gold column of light from the crown chakra coming down through the center of your head. Feel it connecting to the throat chakra. Just tune in to this golden bubble of light. Know that however far it is in the body is how far it is within the being. You're in the being. Bringing it down in the physical body even more, it continues to illuminate the spine. It's the golden core of being. Golden being of light, this beautiful bubble Sending deeper in the body, filling the spine. As it fills the spine, feel the warmth as the body softens in the presence of being. Imagine and feel this golden bubble of light descending even deeper into the body. Down below the base of the spine. Breathe the golden light in through the nose, down the spine. Exhale out the feet. And continue to watch this golden bubble of light move down the legs and settle beneath your feet. Allowing the physical body to settle into the presence of being. Hold it gently beneath the feet. Tune into the spine that is fully radiant from the crown to the base. And imagine and feel this golden light emanating from the spine 
seven and a half feet in all directions, expanding the presence of being. Feel the heat of this being radiating from the spine, undulating waves of love through every cell. Do you imagine and feel the body receiving the consciousness of being? Breathe down the spine. Exhale out the feet. Feel the radiance of your being. Let it hold you. Let it nurture you. Let it illuminate every cell. This is the light that nurtures you and nourishes you. It heals and transforms you. Allow the physical body to receive the love of being. So imagine and feel your spine, this golden radiant core, keeping the inner being down below your feet, experiencing the presence of being radiating from within you in every direction, around you, above you, and beneath you. Allowing the physical body to soak in the consciousness of being. Just feel what that's like to be held in the love light. Where everything is whole. And everything is okay. You're okay. Watching this golden light radiate through the whole of your physical being, your emotional being. Bring part of your feeling awareness, just part of it, to the center of your heart. And open up the doors of your sacred heart and reveal greater vibrations of love. Expand the heart chakra even more. And just invite any part of you that is ready to be transformed into this light to come out of the physical body anywhere from everywhere and come right into the heart and just drop itself in. And just watch the energy you transform. Any part of the emotional body that is ready, bring it up to the heart and drop it in the center. Watch it surrender to become the love that it is. And when you're finished, just bring yourself back into the room and when you're ready open your eyes thank you so much thank you that was beautiful thank you there is a similar download on my website meditation mp3 it's called the sovereign baptism of love and uh, I find that quite good when you just, <laughs> you know, there are parts of us that are weary. There are parts of us that are ready to go. And there are many different ways we teach people how to just let those parts of you transform. But again, you've got to kind of help it along. <laughs> you've got to make that love conscious within your body and then work everything from that consciousness. And um, it's a process, but it's 
nothing, it'll never take anybody as long as it has me to get where I am today. Consciousness <laughs> is so much different than it was when I began. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I do believe that the world has changed. It's it is a different world, a new world, and we are so ready for this transformation to happen instantly. Yeah, all it takes is enough people to let go to let that happen. It's like physical healing. Um, there are a lot of modalities that help get you to the place of relaxation and acceptance enough to let go and let the healing happen, but. There's really nothing from the outside of you that heals. <laughs> and if we would all just let go about everything, you know, at once, it would kind of be happening right now. But we're, humans are stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, when when I am being stubborn and I notice that, it it. it it my heart it gets so tender with me because it's like oh my god there you go again like like it's so innocent sometimes how we are humans and when you can see yourself as that child that is here still opening their eyes still giving their first step you cannot but love you right well, sure. Uh, you know, it's funny because you learn to laugh at yourself, too. When you do this enough, you realize nobody's really judging me here. Like, I work with people, I go, no one's judging you here. When I'm calling you on things, it's only for one reason only, for you to make yourself more aware so you can love yourself more. Like, love doesn't care. It's just love. And so, yeah. And so when I catch myself, and believe me, you know, it's a continual process. It's just more self-awareness, more self-love. And um, that's what I go to. And there's like a kid inside of you that actually feels that way. And, and everything is so subconscious here because the emotional body is beneath everything. It's not as obvious to people because that's what we've been taught to disconnect from. And so in my business, it's, you know, because I do this work and have done it for so long so intentionally and intensely, intensively that it's very easy for me to see beneath what people are aware of. And um, if they're really serious about moving forward, we help people move forward very quickly. Can you invite people to your website again before we finish with today's show? Uh, Sure. Um, My website is myname.com. So SiobhanNicolau.com. S is in Sam, I-O, B is in boy, H-A-N-N-I-C, O-L-A-O-U dot com. And just feel free to reach me um, on any subjects that you're interested in or would like some more information on. I'd be happy to help you along on your path of love <laughs> from the inside out. Thank you for that. And thank you, everyone that is listening here. Is there anything that you want to leave our listeners and followers with? Um, yeah, I think the most important thing for people to realize right now is that we don't have another 30 years to get it. (laughs) Um, we've really got to be more self-aware, love ourselves more, and, um, that'll keep you above the contrast that is you know, getting larger in, in how the world is playing. And so it'll help you to love yourself more seriously, <laughs> more consistently. Make it part of your life, not just a topic or a song. And with that, thank you so much for bringing those words for all the your inspiration and work and thank you everybody for listening to us have a wonderful weekend and Shavan will be with us in the future thank you
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.